0: California, Meltdown Comics. The Nerdist Theater, Harmontown, is now in session. Spencer Crittenden, everybody. Spencer. And the mayor of Harmontown, Mr. Dan Harmon. Thank you what's up Dan I thought
1: I had a new uh, note-taking method but I don't know if it's working very well (sighs) thanks for coming Uh, those of you that did is it a Mother's Day we got we got some some late ticket sales Mother's Day Game of
0: Thrones maybe it's not funny guys did you call your mom today Uh, I I threw her a text what was your text
1: I said, uh, 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 I, I just texted her a bunch of Game of Thrones spoilers. She's uh, <laughs> she's a season behind, so and then uh, and she's like, "What are you doing? You're ruining everything." And I said, "I didn't ask to be born." <laughs> and then I hung up, even though it was text. <laughs> oh, what do you think? I texted Wait, Are you, her are, happy are, Mother's you Day. are you Ironborn? Uh, I am Ironborn. Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, man, that, those game that, that Game of Thrones, huh? That's a that's a, that's a tough game. I, I, I can't tell who's winning, who's losing. I, it's, it's, it's a, hard to keep track. Oh, I think if you I think you either win or you die. I don't even think you you can lose.
0: I like uh the guy now that uh what's her name? Cersei who has uh who's the big fucker that that's now her like her right. champion. Big, the Mountain and he's like a crazy zombie mountain guy and He's just smashing dudes. It's the best. As promised, yeah. I mean, I,
1: I kept thinking, well, are they really going, going there with that? And yeah, I guess that's what he's going to do. I told, gonna... I,
0: I told you backstage last week that you, you asked about uh, Jon Snow. I said he's going to get smoke-pussied. And smoke pussy is fucking... Yeah, she did it. It was a little more artisanal than that, but... <laughs> and, and I don't think that's
1: a spoiler because even people who,
0: you know... She got smoke-pussied. He got some pussy,
1: uh, but they've been kind. You know, he's been Kit Harrington's been on the, the the key art and all that stuff. So, but,
0: so uh, how was your week, Dan? What did you, what did you do? I, I haven't talked to you in a while. Uh,
1: I've, you know, I've been just, uh, I've been working, man. It's 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 unremarkable. Is it, a, all this is gonna is... be a terrible show, by the way, terrible show. But, I, all you do is work now. Like, you work, yeah, work, exactly. Work, work. That's work. why it's gonna be terrible. And when I'm not working, I've I've, I've acquired this horrible habit. I I'm 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 headlong into a horrible, debilitating addiction. Uh, to uh, incremental tap games. Uh, Is that now I know what they're called? That was the first step. Somebody said, "Oh, incremental tappers," and I was like, "Incremental tappers—that's these games that I've been, it's like." I've just descended now. I just have five games. I switch back and forth between them on my iPad. It was just like, you just tap a cookie and uh, and then you make nine cookies and then you can get a super cookie and then you just keep tapping the super cookie or whatever, you just build a bakery and, it's like, it's, it, it, and then it's just like, and then if you hit a plateau, it's like, oh, looks like it's gonna take an hour to build to like super, super chocolate chip level and then you switch over to a thing where you're like on a moon and you just like keep hitting the crater and it's like fucking things and then you make a bulldozer to like, it, 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 it's, it's insane! It's insane. There's there's three games: uh, Tap Titans. I keep sw- I, I, I keep switching between that, and I think the same same people make Tap Tycoon. <laughs> These are quality tap games, but they're 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 bad for your life. And uh, and then Tap Galaxy, which is more of an eight bit affair,
0: where you just talk me through type, uh, Tap Tycoon. What, what goes on there? Tap
1: Tycoon, you're a little guy. Remember I told you guys about the Adventure Capitalist where you just hit the buttons that represent the businesses? Well, this one's a little more stylized graphically. There's a little guy, and then if you tap the air above him, dollars form, and he grabs them and stuffs them in his little pockets. <laughs> and then over time, you can buy businesses, and it's really just the same game, but it's just like there's a little dude jumping around.
0: It's just, it's, so you really are just, you're just tapping things?
1: Yeah, you really do just tap. And obviously... If my therapist were here, she would say. So, in other words, you've found a way to keep your wheels spinning with uh, with reduced accountability. There's no chance of choosing right or wrong. There's no humans to interact with or disappoint. And uh, like it's it's amazing. It's, 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 even a regular video game would be too much. Like like now, I've been reduced to just I'm just free basing dopamine. I'm just like, <laughs> um, um, I, and I, I I got up and my I was I was in New York through the weekend and I I I was hung over. I, was, you know, I had a wonderful time with my with my lover, and, and we have a great time. But I, I just and then I, I I sat up and I looked in the mirror that was next to the bed, and I, and I just I said, I said, "Oh my God, I'm a gorilla!" And, uh, and, and and someone should just teach me sign language. Like like I, I bet it I bet it would be easier for me to learn sign language. <sighs> All right. So my chiropractor, you know, he, every time I miss a session, he he texts me. Um, what does he say? He, he
2: texts think. me too he, he texts both of us and
1: he's for real
2: and he's yeah, yeah. He, text- he, he he group text you uh no no he texts us both separately let's see i'm trying to find his oh okay hi this is
1: it this is what i got you can't see this but it's all the same this is a, they, they all say hi dan you missed your appointment today at 9 30. will you be able to make it up on thursday at 9 30. Doctor, and I wish I could tell you his name because you'd be like, what? It, 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 is it a funny name? Well, it's his first name, so it's like, it's like, it's like Dr. Gary, like, 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 okay. but it's, it's worse. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like
0: oi. M- m- mine, du- mine is Dr. Doug. <laughs> and he looks like a sexy George Clooney. Like, so he, when, he,
1: when do these guys get to, What, are they, what did they make that rule? He, he,
0: he looks sexier than George, he's sexier than George Clooney. How do you, I can't even picture that. I know. <laughs> And then he gives you, he cracks your back, you're like, fucking sexy George Clooney just fucked me up. It's the best.
1: How come these guys get to call themselves doctors as long as they don't use a last name? That seems problematic. Oh, by the way, problematic. Uh I I had a delightful conversation with a millennial that brought me another step uh, further into my relationship with atoning with them, uh, this this person who, everything about them on paper would, should be it should have been like a, just a bad evening of talking to them but because they're uh, <laughs> uh, like uh, getting their degree and it's just something that suggests that the world is fucked or uh, that but no and actually it was actually be very interesting it was it was transatlantic colonial literature but I wanted to be funny and I wasn't so the the uh, um, but but she was talking about you know we were just ta- we were just talking we're talking about you know like like because she's studying like literature particularly with a view on. Like because it's the slavery period, it's like imperialism, colonialism, and 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 that's what she's mostly interested in. And so we were talking about like uh, slavery within like uh, literature, mythology, and all this stuff. And she and she she used this verb that I'd never heard before. She was like, "Well, I just you know, and, I, and what I'm trying to do with my latest paper is I'm problematizing this and this and that, and pro- problematizing." And I was like, "Wait, wait." you're you're problematizing. (laughs) And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, wait, oh, shit. I got really excited because... She, 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 and, I, and I said, I only ever hear the word problematic and she's like, yeah, problematic problematizing is the act of making something problematic, is fi- figuring out that it is, and I was like, yeah, but that's so much better, and she goes, I know, because it's something I do, and not something that you're pointing at and saying that is something I was like, yes, yes, god damn it you could just smile and say, I love problematizing <laughs> and you wouldn't come off like such a fucking jag off, you know like, 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 like I love I, I, I enjoy problematizing that's why I'm so goddamn happy.
3: <laughs> it's a thing
1: I like to do. It's like the equivalent of vandalism only instead of a brick wall it's your buzz, you know? Like it's fun. I'm going to put my mark on it. I like to problematize. And it's actually you know it's it's it, and I looked it up, you know, it's a real thing and I like I was like, "Wait, okay, yeah, problematization you can't say it if you've had a single drink." Um But it's to consider the concrete or existential elements of a term, writing, opinion, ideology, identity, or person as challenges, problems, that invite people involved to transform those situations. It's a method of defamiliarization of common sense. See, that sounds punk rock and lateral (laughs) and inventive and interesting. I think it's the I think what we keep. Wait, so
0: we keep, so how, how do I problematize something? Like, like what 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 does that mean?
1: Well, like let's problematize Mother's Day. Right. Like, like okay, well like, like finally, so, <laughs> well they well they they, they they list. I mean, this isn't nobody's. It would be problematic to tell you how to problematize, but they <laughs> because because who are you? You know uh, who is oh Wikipedia is telling me how to problematize. Um, but the 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 sort of a process is sort of to ask the questions. Who is making this statement? For whom is he or she making it? Why is the statement being made here and now? Whom does this statement benefit? Whom does it harm? That's a good way of picking something apart. Especially, though, what I really like is the invitation of people involved to transform something. And I think that's what gets left out a lot. I think that if you're, like, so to problematize Mother's Day, you'd say like, you'd have to ask, like, well, who came up with Mother's Day? You know that would require some research or a bunch of assumptions. Hallmark, right? I don't know, man. You'd have to look (laughs) it up. That's the that's the other problem is that a lot of problematization seems to be a kind of hobby. Like when it's based on zero research, then you're all the way into just kind of saying like, "Hey, this this sketch offended me. Like, who who is making this sketch? Well, you're either gonna say." The writers, and then you got to get into all kinds of problematic like conversations about the are you, was it a black writer, was it a white writer? If it was like for instance like a sketch that was like the black news, and it was pointing out that black people have a different point of view, and it's like like so then you're like go you're now you're bringing a bag in there into that airport and like unloading it, um or you have to be so vague that it, it doesn't sound as provocative. Like you'd have to go just people. Like, 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 or just the media? The media is at it again. The media is talking to whom? The, the underclass, the impressionable, black people, white people, the audience—just people. I don't know. You'd have to like be subjective and speculate and assume, or you'd have to like just be really vague and say. There's a box in my living room that I don't know how it works. And I have I read some stuff online about kind of how it works. So I'm making some assumptions about maybe the intention of this thing. And I'm kind of problematizing it. I think the danger there is the obviously problematizing while fun. And I think it's great to say I love doing it. I think that kind of like it obviously doesn't invite discourse. So this is the problem that you see online all the time It's just like, it's the, it's the white Redditor going, like, actually, actually, and, like, trying to problematize the problematization that's being brought up problematically because everyone's – because you can't if – if somebody tells you that you're – because remember, to problematize something is not to ask a question. It's not to provide a, any information. It's actually it, – it, just to put it in the most simple terms – it's to, it's to take something that everyone is assuming in the room and then to start to ask, why, sh- why are we assuming this? Which is very healthy if you're dealing with, for instance, the Catholic Church, saying, like, no, this isn't a pedophile. Um, and ask the question, is it? And then you go, oh, look at that, it is. Um, but there's some research involved there, and, there's some, there but, and it's that invitation to transform. It's like, what are we going to do about this? But if you, if you, so if you, if you invite somebody to transform circumstances that they're assuming... In a negative way, that could be somebody sitting in a room, and they're wearing a hat, and you just go, you should take that hat off, because I'm looking at your hat in a different way, and I've found it problematic, and not only am I just complaining about it, I'm actually also inviting you, the person involved with your hat, to transform, to partake part in this transformation. Now the problem there, and maybe your hat has a swastika on it, so this is a good thing maybe, if maybe you're in a synagogue. Like, like, like there is that context and context and context. Maybe your hat is genuinely problematic. The problematic nature of problematization inherently is that if that person isn't wearing a swastika on their hat and you aren't in a synagogue, they're just a dude with a hat on. So if they say, anything at all. You're already in a conflict. you set the table for conflict. That's why it's probably called problematization. Not because you're just finding them. You're causing problems. You're saying, take your hat off. And if the person ignores you, they're a fucking asshole. And if they say, I have a problem with your problematization of my hat, then they're, you know, hat-splaining to you. Um... (laughs) and if somebody starts problematizing your problematization, what are you going to do? Stop and go. You're right. Problematization is very problematic. I'll stop it immediately. No, you're going to say, "Stop hat splaining my problematization." I'm trying to do something. So it's it's not really an activity. I, I, I'm so confused.
0: I, I I I still don't know. Well, just it's it's not it's not a group activity. Problematization. Right. So when you problem when you problematize, is is it an active thing or is
1: it like? It's a it's a it's a method of crit. Criticism. Right. It's a it's a it's an algorithm for criticism. Maybe put it that way. Is it good or is it bad? Do, do, I think it's good one time per conversation <laughs> at the top of it and needs to be heavily mitigated with the expectation that somebody might tell you to go fuck yourself because you haven't done any research and don't know what you're talking about because it takes a really, really, really long time to see a sketch on a television show. Um, uh, to go from there to writing an essay about it um, requires more than typing, I think, if, unless you're going to just make people laugh. Uh, If you're really going to try to make people think and provide new information, you, you're going to have to call somebody at the production office of that show and ask who wrote this. What were the circumstances? Where did the sketch originate from? How is your show structured? What does your writer's room look like? Was there, was there rewrites on this thing? How did it end up being this particular sketch? Then you have to go around and, and find out how people received it and what happened. And then you have to bring, still bring in all kinds of speculation about who benefited and who's suffering. I mean, All those things are going to be really subjective. Now here's the thing. There is such in which it's not subjective at all and is really easy, and those things seem to be like you know our Teflon for problematization. Like like uh, God damn it, I hate this fucking word. Um, the, 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 Donald Trump comes pre-problematized. You you can't fucking touch the guy. He's a Rubik's cube and all the colors are the, are the same on every side. There if if a if a senator says if a senator says. Um, uh, arts education is a, is, is a waste of money in urban schools because urban kids tend to get urban jobs. You can problematize the shit out of that and start talking about how urban probably means black and why, blah, blah, blah. Uh, if someone says all Mexicans are rapists, you have nothing to do but go fly a kite. Like, like, like <laughs> he's like, it's like, who, who's making this statement? Donald Trump. To whom is he making it? Trump supporters. Why is he making it? To get votes. Who's suffering? Mexicans. Who's gaining? angry white people you're done there's no there's nothing to do (laughs) And the danger of that is that if we're addicted as a culture to problematizing as an activity, it might just be that we think that when we're done doing that, we're done doing everything. And that we don't then do what, you know, Woodward and Bernstein did, which is take down a fucking dude. Take him down. Look shit up in books. Go meet with people in parking garages. But but how how do you take somebody down who takes (laughs) takes himself down constantly? Well, there's got to be shit that this guy, I mean, it's got to be all the worst. The guy is a pathological liar. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I I saw that that Vanity Fair piece in the from the '90s. I don't know. It's it's all out there. It's like like he had Hitler's speeches next to his bed. I, like, I guess you're right. No, I don't know what to do. There's got to be a way. There's got to be a way to find out or or to or to figure out that I, we don't have to.
0: I was at Dino's today. Uh, Dino had a barbecue, and there was uh, these um, and Donald Trump was there. Uh, these directors were there, and one of the directors was saying uh, the guy that's doing the. Um, the Albert Brooks and uh, Louis C.K. thing, and the, these guys were there. And like it, one of the guys says, uh, apparently um, Hitler was really into poop. Like, like, like he and A- A- Ava Braun, like, they, like the, their housekeeper had to keep changing their sheets because every time they got together, there was shit everywhere. And so, like he was saying, like apparently, like Hitler was really in, really into scat play and the pooping. And 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 Tina D- D- goes, "Don't ruin Hitler for me." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Meaning, don't dimensionalize him. Yeah. keep him Dracula for me. He's just like a character. It's like a like the, like the like the girl with the skunk hair and the Archies. Um, H- Hitler's here. He wants the band to fail. That's it.
0: Don't, don't tell me when he goes home, he has interesting things going on. Because we keep uh, we keep finding out that Hitler had a micro penis. He had one testicle. Uh, he likes to poop on people. Like. He, he was just a bad guy. Like it's, it's a... He peed on his nephew. He what? He peed on his nephew. He peed on his nephew, this says somebody in the crowd. Uh, he, uh, is, is that verifiable evidence? It's,
4: it's not verified, but it's a, it's a, it's a common
0: rhythm. He peed on his nephew. Under what circumstances? Uh, sexually. <laughs> All right, now.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Who is making this statement? <laughs> Are you, Dan, are you going to problematize that statement? Some kind, some kind of Hitler hater.
0: For whom is he or she making it? Do you what? know? What, do you know why? you know? Do you know why Hitler killed himself? Uh, no. He he saw his gas bill.
3: Oh! It's true.
1: It's Prob- tr- it's true. He said that he offers up.
0: It's a verifiable unproblematizable fact
1: I yeah well I, yeah whatever I'm not gonna... that was a that was a bad Hitler joke
0: it's a great Hitler joke
1: here's why because it no it takes the actual gas part and, and, and it kind of, it trivializes it that is problematic so there alright <laughs> <laughs> like the fun like you know like, like the funny hitler jokes are like, oh, do you know why Hitler did you know you, you know why he didn't he never drank why he was an angry drunk, yeah. Yeah, like, See, not as
0: funny as the gas one.
1: Well, I don't tell jokes very well, but <laughs> but it's just like Hitler. When you use Hitler as like an Abe Lincoln or a Dracula, like 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 where it's just like oh, you have to invite him in before he can come in, you know? Like Hitler has those little rules. But then like the actual minutia of the extermination, and, the, and, and then in addition to that, taking that and going like, oh, what a Monday. Uh, <laughs> all right. But with any joke, when you walk through this process, I don't know if this is a flowchart. Who is making the statement? Someone telling a joke. For who are they making it? An audience. Why is the statement being made? The person's trying to be funny. Who does it hurt? Who does it benefit? Anyone that laughs. Who does it hurt? Anyone that doesn't. I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of been known for a while. It really, it's not going to get you anywhere either, is it? What's, what's your current favorite joke? Or all problematization. It was like, but who, who, who's problematizing? Academics. For whom are they doing it? Academics. Why are they doing it here and now? For academia, possibly to justify the existence of academia, who does that benefit? Academics. Yes. Who does it hurt? People who would otherwise maybe do shit? Okay, but, but you know, that's just me dumb-splaining. S-
0: Spencer, did
2: uh, you talk to your mom today? Oh, yeah. I mean, I texted her, yeah. Did Sure. What did you say? I said, happy Mother's Day. (laughs) No, I don't know, she texted me a couple days ago, was like, am I gonna see you on Mother's Day? It's just like one of these things where it's like, oh, I guess I'm not gonna text you for two or three days. (laughs) So, it's just like, I don't want that, man, I don't need that, You're, you're texting me, am I gonna see you texting me and, you know, that's what I wanna know. I don't wanna know that. All, I, I don't know. It just sucks, man. It sucks. I hate my parents. I hate my family. I hate everything. It's no good. My grandpa's dead. He's fine. No, <laughs> I mean, he's dead, but he's fine. Like, no one, it's fine. Was he fine before he was dead, or he's fine now that he is dead? He's fine now that he's dead, yeah. So, you, I don't know. you're not pals with your parents at all? No, no. They were, they were, uh, the, no, no. They, they, they were, uh, no, no. Yeah, no. Do you
0: think there's a day that you, you might be, like, come back around to be friends with them? I
2: feel like these are the times that it would be happening, and I'm really going in the opposite direction, so, I mean, I gotta figure that out if I want that to happen. What, what would have to happen for you to become friends with them? I don't know, man. It's just, it's so much, so much, it's all like nickel and dime shit, you know? It's not like some big falling out happened. It's just like, this happens all the time, and this happens all the time. And at the end of the day, it's like, I don't want most of that. So I'm 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 here, you know? That's why I'm here.
0: I, I think, like, back in the old days, when we first met you, that you felt, like, kind of responsible for their relationship and kind of, like, you, you're kind of a
2: caretaker, right? Sure, yeah, I think I said is that. that. Is that still the case or no? No, I mean, well, my dad lives in Columbia. I mean, he probably has a girlfriend or something right now. He's, he's taking care of himself, and my mom, she's like a hobo or something. She's, uh, she's like couch surfing and traveling and stuff. She doesn't have a stable residence as far as I'm aware. So, I mean, who knows? Who knows, right? You know what my big <laughs> thing with family is? They, you don't like them.
1: At some point, there was this syndrome that started happening where it was like, well, I haven't talked to these people in a while. And then it's like, now I'm 43, so they're getting long in the tooth. Like, we're getting to the point where after a long life of, like, fruitfulness and tradition and stuff, you're supposed to, like, partake of this tragic, like, third act where it's, like, bittersweet, you know? Yeah. I don't want to even, you know... I don't I, part part of me like just because of our kind of stigma against like uh you know sickness and stuff like I, I don't even want to say certain words out loud cuz I'll sound like just the epitome of evil but but like I just have this like f- weird feeling about like like well I don't even know these people at this point and yeah. I, I'm going to start now
2: because yeah. now is a bad time to start. And it's like, and for what? For the benefits of family? Because I feel like I've been cruising without that just fine all this time. And, you know, it's all, it's all been good. So now I want to go into that morass just because uh, that's what happens on television. Like, it seems dumb.
1: And a little bit of a slight, right? If you didn't get, like, the whole, like, other side of it where it's like...
5: Your family means a lot to you. Throwing the ball in the yard, Thanksgiving times. AT and T wants you to be there.
1: <laughs> this holiday season, when the gravy's up and the stockings are out, bring your nuzzles around the Christmas tree. It's like like, like when, when it's really just more dysfunctional than that. You just kind of like then the, uh, the, then the, you're supposed to get that like the cable knit sweaters and the golden retrievers and the like ah oh, dad that's a, dad's gonna do his chaplain impression again like, like I, I, I love it when we come up to this cabin in the Hamptons uh, every, every winter and sure we have our problems and remember when Gloria uh, smoked weed and we sent her to rehab but now she's okay uh, to, oh the, the, the McLanahan clan keeps getting bigger and happy um, and, and then, if you've got, if you had all that, then then bring on the fucking diagnoses. And the, uh-oh, I gotta go away for the weekend. Meep, beep, like, I always wanted to do more. I know, but you did, Uncle Herman. <laughs> but if Uncle Herman was like,
2: you know, why get on board right before the meep-meep? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, because it's just been, it's like just a flat line up until that point. It's like how, how what, what is the peak that we're hoping to achieve before the uh, inevitable pitfall? Yeah,
1: what is this denouement that I'm getting? It's, 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 like, it's like, yeah. It's like if you went to see a, a Matrix movie and it was just about Keanu Reeves like fighting a, a million Agent Smiths and you'd be like, what's this weird educational video? Like I, I would Someone would have that. to explain to you there was a first movie and it was kind of fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you met uh, Dan, like if you met your mother or your father at a bar, like, like there were strangers, do you think that you would have anything to talk about like if, if you just met them face value as strangers? Yeah, i think I'd, I think I'd like my dad, you yeah, know. yeah. You, you, you could have a chat, you, you could uh, enjoy each other's company. Yeah It's a bad him. way to spend Mother's Day
1: talking about. <laughs> But, but, I think my dad's a cool guy. Yeah, but, your not, not, not your mom, though. Well, with my mom, but my mom, it's more important to be like. I mean, it's like this is, and I think moms get a bum rap. It's, I think that's the. I think it's an opposite gender kid kind of thing too. It's also, but like, my, my, you know, I think moms get a bum rap from the male kids because they nurture and they they, 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 they are there, and then ironically, you kind of, you know, you cut the strings and you kind of. You don't look back and go, like, what a pal. You look back and go, like, you know, goddess, monster, you know, in any case, not a human. You know, like, you really need to... You really need to have like a human relationship with your family, or or it's or you're not going to have one, and that's a statement that's really powerful. Uh, but then again, you know, and everybody I talk to always goes like, we always end this conversation. We go like, yeah, but have you met those people with the,
0: like the, the loving
1: Norman Rockwell family? Yeah, not funny people. Like like just
0: just really annoying. When your mom passes away, uh, what what do you, do you feel like there'll be a loss? Like what, what like something will be subtracted from you? I
1: think this is a bad day to say anything, but yes.
0: Well, what? Like, like, like well, because w-
1: w- just in, on the off chance that she's like, well, it's Mother's Day, he'll probably say something about me, and then you're like, when she dies, will you feel anything? Hmm. So
0: yes, but, but it, 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 it'll it'll be different than when you than when your father passes away. Like, like there, there be. I think there's going to be
1: complicated feelings either way, but I do acknowledge that they're going to be more narcissistically centered. You know, they're not. They're they're going to be like. Unresolved shit that I haven't worked on yeah, see, yet my, my, mom,
0: my, my mom died when I was 13 And it's like that, that was like a, kind of the perfect time For that to happen Because I wasn't so young That I didn't know her But I wasn't so old that it meant a lot more uh, But when I look at When I, when I remember my mother it, She's so much of who I am Like it, As much as I'm genetically my father I look, I look just like my dad I'm intellectually my mother Like like I have all of her emotions, like her brain, and it's like it's when I think of my mom today, it's like like she was so fucking funny, she was so cool, and I didn't know her long enough. Like you know, I was thirteen, so she was kind of hard going. Like it was it was a little bit heavy to be around my mom because she was that intense. But uh, I I wish she was still around because she was like the funniest person I ever knew. My mom
1: got me my first typewriter, uh, my first Commodore 64. She always made sure she told me whenever I said, what, what should I do? She always said, do whatever you want. She never said, you have to be this or that. You know, She never had a career plan for me. She always said, just make sure you, you, you do it because you want to do it and make sure you're really good at it if you're going to be a garbage man no offense to the garbage men listening but that's the example she would use if you're going to be a garbage man just be the best garbage man you know that there is and and, and make sure you're happy doing it so
0: she was super on your side like what also she threw things at you and...
1: <laughs> she usually throwing them at my dad and I would get in the way you know the, <laughs> like my birthday cake <laughs> but it was carrot cake i didn't even want it <laughs> i, I love carrot cake is
0: the, is the is a Lexus of cakes? I
1: would, I would, I would give, I would give up a thousand birthday cakes for the story I got, which is my mom threw my eleventh birthday cake at my dad. Like I would, I, I would give up cake forever to have that story be true, which it is. Um, and then she's like, "Here's your D and D books. I didn't have time to wrap them." Um, and I was like, "That's fine, man. This is awesome." Um, all right, well let's got, let's uh, let's bring uh, let's bring out our guests. We can continue to talk about this. Uh, uh, let's bring some 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 more some more dudes out here. Um, <laughs> if the show's yeah. lacking anything,
0: it's It's dude
1: energy. These guys have a very popular Feral Audio podcast. Uh, it's like uh, I, I don't know if you care about such things, but it's number five. I happen to know that it's like the it's like the fifth most popular Feral Audio podcast. Where are we? Uh, I don't know. I don't care are we about the these top.
2: We're number one. Uh, one or two? I don't know. Who's number one? I think it might be Duncan Trussell. I'll kill, man? I'll, I'll I'll to fucking, fucking kill that guy!
1: That fucking hippie piece of shit! <laughs> <laughs> fucking probably yeah, he's probably probably uh, they're probably counting uh, uh, astral people <laughs> in the in, in the in the in the in the listeners numbers. It's like Greg and Greg's spirit are both
0: <laughs> listening. D- Dan. In this lighting right now, right, where you're standing right in this lighting, you have become more good-looking than Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. He, he looks like shit. You, you have...
3: You, you, you,
0: you've crossed over into being better than Russell Crowe. Our guests tonight...
3: <laughs>
1: I have a podcast called The Doughboys on Feral Audio. They, uh, they review... Uh, excuse me. What's the, it's the worst
0: intro in the uh, world. You,
1: you can't burp during an intro. They, re, they review uh, franchise restaurants. <laughs> it's, it's salt of the earth. It was My burp was salt of the earth. They, they, they review franchise restaurants, chain restaurants, you know? Like, uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh we we'll, we'll we'll get to know every little detail about them uh it's uh they're 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 u c b alum they're 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 very much uh they are they're related to our family by a lot of uh, mutual cousins and things we we'll, we can talk about that too oh can we dan shut up you fucking millennial puke
0: um what did you come here you, for? you, you, did you guys- think Norman lear was coming back <laughs> Norman Lear that was the most intense shit in the world I know and then, and
1: then remember when Dustin d- uploaded the podcast and it said normal Lear
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. this, no, fucking guy. I... this guy 93 years old he's, he's worked in the business for a hundred of those years <laughs> his name is Norman he Silver Lake hippie you get, the, get, the, get, the, get the incense out of your mouth The Doughboys are here, and we're gonna get to know them now. They are Nick Weiger and Mitch Mitchell, the (laughs)
5: Doughboys!
2: That's uh, Mike Mitchell, right? Well,
4: it go, you go by Mitch. Though, I go right? by Mitch,
2: yeah, so that's fine. We Mike, haven't
6: established canonically what Mitch's name is. He goes by Mike, he goes by Michael, and he goes by Mitch. I'm fine with well, all see, of them. Well, see,
1: I was trying to save work because it said uh, the information I got
4: was it's Mike Mitchell, he <laughs> goes by Mitch. And I was like, why am I going to share the genealogy? <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, I was just saying. I introduce myself as Mitch. Uh, I don't care about myself enough to even care what anyone calls me. When, they, when people ask me, I'm just like, yeah, Mitch or Mike, I don't care. I don't care what they say. It's fine with me as long as I don't uh, like make anyone angry, which I think <laughs> I'm doing right now, possibly. Yeah. No, you have to work harder than that to get on their good side. <laughs> they're, they're like, I hate myself, too, grow up. All right, good, good, good. <laughs> We're on, the, we're, on the, we're on the same side then. Uh,
1: yeah. So your, your podcast is, uh, pe- pe- people love it. Spencer counts himself among the fans, I believe. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Spencer. It's not a big yeah, deal. Yeah, thanks, Spencer. It's not, know it's not a good look to tell people you love their podcast. <laughs> it's oh, not a good look. It's not. We appreciate it. Yeah, we
4: like it. We're number yeah, five. You're... We didn't know we were number five. That's pretty, that's not bad, right? <laughs> I got that. You know, it's Dustin. He's a producer. He thinks about these things. He's just gonna give a thumbs up or something.
0: Yeah. All right. There we go. (laughs) Why is it called Doughboys?
6: Good question. Um, I mean, I would say that we
4: are doughy men eating unhealthy food. So he was. He was fat at one point. (laughs) I'm still like, yeah. And I remain fat. Oh, and I've never not got fat. But he was a fat guy at one point. And he's thin. You're a thin man now. I'd I'd say I'm towards the slender side, but there's still a layer of pudding over everything. Like I'm not like I'm not
6: like cut, you know. I'm in pretty good shape though. Yeah, I used to be a lot fatter. Yeah, Um, but no, it's it's an (laughs) we live an unhealthy lifestyle. We both kind of have the diets of. Guys who are bulking up for an Academy Award-winning role, and so, and and so it's just like we're as far as a comment on that. Doughboys felt appropriate. The other one that we, a runner-up was Sight of Guys. We almost went with that. And I think we made the right call.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I went dead silent. Yeah. Are you? Are, are you both under thirty? I'm thirty five. I'm thirty three. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, under thirty, you, like uh, I couldn't gain a pound, then. One day, I was sitting at Rob Schraub's with Dan. We, we would get uh, Benito's tacos every night. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm fat. I gained a pound. Yeah. <laughs> he put it under his pillow, his first pound.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he framed it. He framed it like a car wash's dollar. <laughs> Um, well, they're... just curiously though, Nick, uh, Nick is the skinny one, right? Nick,
4: <laughs> not the one skinny that's Nick, one. <laughs> named
1: Mike and Mitch.
4: <laughs> Nick is the skinny one, and there's a part of me that thinks that this is all like a seven style uh, plot by you <laughs> to make me fucking fatter and fatter He's, as time goes on. Do you think on. every
1: time you, wait well so, so not to I don't want to derail this too much but, uh, but, but I'm just, I am curious if you were fat and you got thin Nick What was there a method you used because a lot of my listeners are always, always looking for a new technique. It's he it, told me his technique. Tough.
6: Yeah I mean like I've been through, my weight is yo-yoed a lot through my life. I was like a fat kid, and then I got skinny late in like in early adulthood when I was like 18, 19. I was like very thin, in the best shape of my life. Then I plumped up again throughout my 20s. Then around 29, I lost some weight again, and... The factor late in life was uh, diet. Like earlier in life, when I had that initial weight loss, I just started swimming and I just burned off a shitload of calories. I think like what I'm saying, just 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 that much of activity and having that young metabolism. But as I was older, I found that I had to restrict sugar and restrict uh, carbohydrate intake and just have a very strict sort of low carb ish diet. Right.
1: But you're not doing that anymore. Do you guys actively? When you, as I, I listened to a little bit of uh, one of your most recent podcasts, I picked the one that had my friend David Phillips on it. Oh yeah, I love um, Phillips. Phillips is a great guy. And uh, but I never got to the part where you actually started talking about the specific restaurant. Although at the top of the podcast episode, there's this very charming. Uh, uh post Karina Longworth uh <laughs> is, is that a reference that sticks no. Uh the, the the uh very very academic just like like dump of information about the restaurant you're gonna be talking
6: about. Uh, is, yeah, that, is I, that every episode? I have a little monologue I start each episode with that's kinda just loosely plagiarized from Wikipedia um but makes me sound and feel smart so I like to say it and it sort of gives a little background on the restaurant and then we fuck around for like forty five minutes and then we finally get to the restaurant and we talk
4: about that for pretty much the balance of the episode. Yeah, you give it a nice little autistic twist on it, and uh, <laughs> people seem to enjoy it. Are you just drawing on memories of eating at these places, or
6: do you, do you ever have to study up? Mitch and I go, uh, before each episode, the two of us go either mm-hmm. together independently, sometimes with our guest, um, to the restaurant in, in question. So we always have a fresh perspective on whatever we're visiting, and sometimes that involves a, dry, a
4: drive to Gardena to visit uh, Long John Silver's. Yeah. that sucks. Um, and then some, in March, we I ate 18 cheeseburgers in March. Um,
0: please, I'll take it. I have nothing else to... I love it. Wait, wait, wait it. You ate 18 burgers throughout the month of March or you ate eight, them in one day? Eight, no, God, no. 18 cheeseburgers throughout the month of March. That was not for the
4: podcast, though.
3: Uh,
4: <laughs> it was for the podcast. Uh so it's it's it, it what was your favorite burger in town mitch so so this is we were ranking them and point in, of contention and it's a point of contention because uh i like wendy's he likes in and out burger and then i voted in the final i voted for uh shake shack was what i voted for shake shack. Never, yeah. i don't think i've ever been there it's good it's really good
1: what is the uh, because I I mean it's important to note you guys aren't snarky about the whole thing like you're not you're not foodies that are bashing on these restaurants for being less than gourmet you're actually partaking in the you know you're opening the hood of, of a staple of our lives which is like these giant corporate chains and you're you're approaching them as if as if you were talking about real food.
3: <laughs>
1: where does that where does that where did that passion come from? Where did that passion come from? Harman, Her- just go hang yourself. Where did that
4: passion come from? You put No, you put a good twist on it cuz I feel like we just I mean, we like all these restaurants and we want an excuse yeah. to eat there every week, I feel like, and that was a big part of it and then uh yeah well exactly. do you get would so
1: when you guys go to right here i mean turning this into something about me the 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 what i the, the big la thing is um there's there's a new restaurant every day and there's another one closing and if you wanted to every day you could just like and there are people who want to do this in particular i feel like it's an age thing like my younger friends are have no problem going Let's go eat at this one place. I heard great things about it. And I always know that if you heard great things about it, that means I'm going to be sitting in doll furniture uh, elbow to elbow with strangers um, uh, and, and, and eating, you know, not to get all Tim <laughs> Allen about it, but also the portions are going to be small and, the, and and weird, like for, in some deliberate way, some offhandedly fucking deliberate way. And whereas
4: then there's just like, holy shit, can I go to Taylor's Steakhouse? I, I, I Every time I go to night and market song, you know, night plus market song, <laughs> I'm always afraid I'm going to fall through the chair every time I go there. <laughs> like I'm truly in, emba- like nervous and embarrassed. I'm going to fall through the chair. But yeah, I, I mean, it, 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 we we talked about that because we do like I like all types of food, but yeah, we
6: like we like fine dining too, and we like like cool hip, uh, you know. It, Individual location places, but there's something inclusive and comforting about chains by design. You know, like it's a different experience going to a Mimi's cafe or a Chili's, and their whole uh, it's calculated at a corporate level to make you feel included. And I, I don't know. I mean, we wanted to celebrate that atmosphere, and not like make fun of it because right. it's something that yeah. uh, for a lot of people that's the only uh, depending on where you live in the country that's the only those are the only restaurants you have access to.
1: Right. Well, that's interesting. The, the so in being connoisseurs of chains, so what are the things that you have? concluded what what connects all of them you've done like 50 episodes of this so there must be is there like overriding psychological principles at work in a successful (laughs) chain restaurant
4: i'd say a hundred percent like uh well you you, you're the smarter one of the two so you go for it
1: when you say make you feel included i think is the phrase you used. make you feel included or invited what did you say exactly i said included i'm not sure if that was the perfect word choice but what do you what do you elaborate on that well
6: it's just like uh you know there's uh, there's uh, when anytime you're at a restaurant, you're paying for the serve You're paying for the food, but you're also paying for the service. You're paying for people to pretend like they're your servants for a little bit. And like I feel like the better chain restaurants, uh, fundamentally, that's what you're dealing with. You know, you're pay- paying for people to sort of dote on you and take care of your every need and act like uh, to pretend in this in this situation you're a higher status of them. But in the real world, you might not be. You know, mm-hmm. so I think the the effective uh, the effective chain restaurants kind of just have that experience. They just present it in a way that you would in in, in, a, in a, a good individual location restaurant. They franchise wide, they kind of have you, they they make you feel that way. And, and one restaurant we reviewed very highly. I'm this chain, Hillstone. It goes by many names. Houston's, you may know, is most popularly. Yeah, oh, Houston's is great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um but I mean, that's a place where just the the Dave level Klein of service, <laughs> <laughs>
0: the
6: level of service is universally very high. In addition to the food quality, so yeah, I guess. It, See, I,
0: I find Chili's like. Uh, reliable in, sure. an air, in an airport. <laughs> air, air, airports is kind of a... That's no, their slogan. I, I, it's I, its own I, thing. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's it's a no-man's land
1: uh, in an that, airport. That, 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 I've never, that's, that's an interesting... From, from a class perspective, it's like, it's we, you're talking about a middle-class thing, like mm-hmm. and going out to dinner being not something you do every night, possibly doing it with your family and loved ones, and there is, like, I guess that, that there is something interesting about that. Like, they create little worlds as if it's part dinner, part vacation. Uh, like, you've, sure. you've come to islands. You've got to, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> have a tropical dopple-doopidy-doo you know they and they they have like they have like little sayings and they have little and they have outfits and they have a the whole theme thing and i just realized that that's not i don't know what i ever thought that was i i hadn't problematized it yet i hadn't i i, I hadn't looked at it like 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 and asked myself i just felt like that was just I, 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 but but that's what they're trying to do. Is they're trying to they're they're competing over dollars that are harder earned than to than to oh. say like like they're they're like dollars that are like holy shit I I almost died uh like 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 typing uh for this dollar <laughs> like, like my bones are sticking out of my fingertips and I'm and I and I I want to make sure I get treated right and so that you know that's like the the the, the big giant parking lots of the big blinking signs that say. Like, look, we, there's plenty of room here. There's a runway.
4: Yeah, I, I feel like, and I, especially now, there's, there's that thing of, there's, there's two, there's two things at play too that, I feel like that, kind of, uh, will, will separate the good from the bad, and it's, it's the, the quality being good across like all the restaurants. If you can like keep a standard of quality in, in, Los Angeles, and then somewhere in Wyoming, like everywhere you go, it feels like. Kind of the same level of food, and then that's like a and, the, and then the chains that have failed have been ones that are that kind of like you go to a different place and it'll be good, and then it will be bad,
6: or they're just bad in general, or they're
4: just bad in general. I mean those are the worst those are just places that taste like shit. We I went guess. to this
6: place that I had fond memories of from my childhood, um Caros yeah. which is a, a a west coast chain
0: caros cares.
6: Yeah, <laughs> um, and at one point they were pretty. It was pretty big, and it was well reviewed, and it was well revered. And it was a place that would be like a treat, and now it's kind of it's dying. It got bought off by a larger company, and it went from you know I think at its its peak it had sixty locations. Now it's like twelve locations. We went to one in South Pasadena, which was like one of the only ones in the greater LA area,
4: I, and it was just I, it was a real sad was, it, sad we, scene. We asked the wait, we were like, what do you like to eat at this place? And she was like, nothing. She said that. <laughs> <laughs> she just said nothing at all, and we were.
0: Like oh, remember? Um, Car- Carus has rice pudding, by the way. Uh, n- nobody has rice pudding. You, yeah, you can, you can get a rice pudding at Carus.
6: Well, I think that's I think that's the thing of like the entire clientele except for us was uh, was older adults, was seniors, who I think it was like oh, this is my comforting place that I've gotten used to. But I think you know.
0: Do you guys ever go to Sambo's? Or are you too young? Sambo's? Yeah. No, not me. Probably Coco's? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was about to say. There's a place called Sambo's. I I think there might be still one that that, that exists. Santa Barbara? Oh my God. Is it it still there? They maintain that's why it's called Sambo's. (laughs) (laughs) It's short for Santa Barbara.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We know better from the logo. (laughs) The logo isn't a sunset behind a ship. <laughs> uh, the the uh, did you what about Barnaby's? You guys ever hear have oh, no we have you heard of barnaby's where is barnaby's, where, barnaby's where's was a, i mean it was a place so when i was a kid i thought there was only one barnaby's that's the other thing when you're a kid you grow up uh, whatever but 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 that's the thing when you're a kid you just want to kill myself um i want to i want, to, I, want to, I want to
4: kill myself just so i can go to hell and and have everyone there tell me to kill myself man we would love to have you on the podcast cuz we talk like we talk about fast food but like 70% of it is talking about killing ourselves. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if there isn't a death wish behind a podcast dedicated to reviewing chain restaurant food, then I guess you'd have to go to the Philip Morris Happy Hour. I don't know. Um, we, we, we talk about it on the podcast, and then we get done with the podcast, and we text each other about how we want to kill ourselves. Like, <laughs> never stops happening. <laughs> By the way, for you 16-year-olds listening,
1: that is a sport. Among us, those of us over 30, we're mm-hmm. professionals. <laughs> don 't do it yeah. if you're, if you if you have conflicted feelings talk to somebody that's not the same thing it's not the same thing that you're feeling just hang in there and talk to somebody all right uh, I, I, want, I want nothing on my hands man uh, I want to leave only footprints on this world and I already fucked up with that Chevy voicemail and I, like <laughs> last thing I need is like you know this Tumblr note and <laughs> uh, um, the uh, Bar- barnaby's was a but also i care if you're listening i i, I the uh, Bar- barnaby's was like this it had this like stained glass it was an italian r- restaurant kind of an uh, 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 italian restaurant it was it was a pizza place and 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 ha- it was er- 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 everything was everything was like varnished wood and darkness and and like stained glass chandeliers and stained glass windows that didn't let any light in if you were eating there during the day and it, and then there was like a little window to the kitchen like some of those places have where you could watch the guys make the pizza um, and uh, I don't know I, I don't know why I'm bringing it up because that well, because great. I never knew it was a chain I just thought it was this place that it was in Milwaukee and my family would go there it was our big that was our place that was that meant that like like beyond let's go to McDonald's because it's a fuck it kind of night it, it, this was like it's it's special. It's like a fuck it kind of night, and and we're in a good mood. <laughs> um, it, it, we're, not, we're and and, um, and 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 like it, uh, it closed. It got taken over by this place called Tomfooleries, um, oh, no. which was the, it was on the heels of Chuck E. Cheese. Um, it was Chuck E. Cheese for adults. Tomfoolery. Uh, the logo was in is, was in Miami Vice style blue neon. And you would go into the idea was that the parents could hang out in this swank '80s swingery kind of dining environment, and and there was a stack of free tokens for the arcade in the corner, which was like this grotto you would just stuff your kids for the evening. And, then, and it was like so it was like it was like pursuing this strange dichotomy. It was like 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 hey, it's the '80s. Maybe your family's a liability.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, like like and Pac Man's here to solve that problem. Like, like, like we, we've got this shit figured out, Reaganomics, man. Uh, we, 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 and then, and that, but then my friend Dino took me to a Barnaby's in Chicago, and it was identical. I, w- I had so many fucking flashbacks, I was like, "Wait, can I go to the bathroom?" The answer is yes uh, but like the entire floor plan of the entire place was identical, which is another crazy thing about a chain restaurant is like you could have you could have a memory of your favorite eighth birthday, yeah, and then you could if there, if that if that virus of that restaurant survives in some pocket, even if you have to, you have to go
4: find one somewhere, you could like have all those flashbacks we, we just we just recently well he's got something going on. Um, uh, we recently went to Chuck E. Cheese's speaking of tomfooleries. My uh, lovely
1: ex-wife Erin McGathie's episode, right? That's correct, yeah.
4: And, and, uh, and uh, I've never felt like a, a like a bigger pervert in my entire life. Uh, Wait, did you
1: actually go to a Chuck E. Cheese with Erin? Uh, I, I went... Uh, I Are was you there... fucking her? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: shit. Because, like, I'm dating, the, but... The, the best time in town ever. <laughs> No, no, No. sir. No, sir. We find out one of the Doughboys is fucking your (laughs) ex-wife.
1: And that that's how you do it, Chuck E. Cheese.
0: I mean... If, if you're going to fuck someone ex-wife, take them to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: I'm,
4: I'm derailing you to a certain extent. I, uh, are, are there still Chuck E. Cheese's? There's there There's a lot of them, actually. There was way more than I thought there was going yeah, to be. Yeah, there's like 250. There's like a yeah. good number nationwide. Whoa. They merged with Showbiz. Was it Showbiz or Showtime Pizza? I think showbiz. showbiz
6: Pizza. Yeah, They merged with Showbiz Pizza and then converted all their locations. There's there's still a lot. You, you know, know, on, on the
0: skee-ball there, when, when, when the tickets come out, if you slightly pull... They just keep fucking coming. Oh yeah. Nice hack.
1: Uh, I, uh, here's, here's another life hack. Uh, if you're eleven years old in the eighties, uh, uh, and you don't get invited to a Chuck E. Cheese birthday party, you fucking like you're you're just you're off the grid. <laughs> Unpopular.
0: You, you you become a show creator later on in life. I know,
1: I never it was like, oh, Steve's having a Chuck E. Cheese birthday, but it was like there were no there was no discretion because those parties were just like just tell basically everybody to come. It's not, it's not like people were buying their pizza. It was like a it was like a Midwestern thing. It was like just show up. Just who, they just who, didn't who, want me there. Who did, they didn't who,
0: want me in a public place? Dan, who who did not invite you to a Chuck E. Cheese? I said Steve. Steve. <laughs> Steve who? I'm not gonna
1: name his last Steve? name. Oh, is it, is it Ramstack? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I mean, the people who wronged me have suffered. Believe me. Wait. What, what did you do? I didn't do shit. I'm God's hammer. N word. <laughs> <I'm funny. laughs> Karma just happens. Well, wait, so, wait. So, sometimes you have the pleasure of of of, of feeling wait, <laughs> God they, hammering people using you as the hammer. They, they you know, actually, that's what Facebook's about, actually, right? Like, you, you feel
0: that nature actually has, like, tortured them or they, they actually got their comeuppance? Uh,
1: I don't know. Do you think their goal was to, like, uh, just keep loving football and was that supposed to make them, like, really happy or? I mean, d- d- did something terrible happen to that person? I do not say there's no burnt houses or anything on their Facebook profiles but I check in and I go like yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> told you told you baseball was dumb <laughs> I don't post that on their page but I say it to myself and I masturbate well- cry and fall asleep <laughs> and I don't come a lot <laughs>
4: and come desperate, sad little droplets. Well, after hearing this, uh, just to be clear, Nick and I don't fuck at all. Um, <laughs> uh, we don't fuck anything. Um, but uh, we, went, we went to... I went to Chucky e. Cheese by myself, and then uh, a friend... Uh, <laughs> for those of you who aren't video subscribers...
0: Uh, the, the, the
1: crowd gasped. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch, isn't, Mitch isn't a guy you hope as a parent to see at a Chuck E. Cheese by himself. You'd rather see
4: him there with a kid and a baby Bjorn. <laughs> <laughs> like right. a, friend, a friend, a grown adult friend, joined me. A man, uh, and we—it's uh, getting, we... it's, it's
1: getting worse. If he—if he looked like Stanley Tucci, it just makes it worse. <laughs> it's just like, like you have like an accomplice.
4: <laughs> it was—it uh, was not good. We sat uh, by the stage, uh, and uh, he wanted—he was like in, intent on playing skee ball afterwards. And I was like, please, we—I was sweating. I was like, we need to get out of here as fast as possible. But we played a little skee ball. Uh, it's, one, it's one of those virus restaurants that you were talking about, like a virus chain where it's, it's, you're like, oh I remember some of this but it's not, nothing is right here, like nothing feels right about it I have the strangest most specific memory I went to, I went to showbiz, before it was Chuck E. Cheese,
1: well, uh, one time and I think it was because my parents got so used to me coming home kind of like sad and then dragging it out of me that steve didn't invite me It was fucking gala again um so at one point they actually took me to showbiz just my parents and me and uh and we sat in the back room and there's a there was a billy bob the bear and he sang songs and stuff i think i've talked about this on the podcast before because i remember it straight i was probably 12 years old 11. uh and they they did this like letters section they would sing songs the animatronic band and then they did a letter like a, like oh here's here's letters and then one of the letters they read was from a kid who said Billy Bob how come when you're on stage you have bare feet uh, uh with no shoes on and when you're ra- wandering around the arcade you have sneakers on uh <laughs> Why would they include that? Like, talk about like a weird shame, like fraud complex, like, and just like 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 a telltale heart, like 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 they're like, we have to address this. Um, And 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 and, and Billy Bob said said said, said, animatronic robot bear answered the question that the kid posed and said, well, the thing is when I'm up here on stage, I don't want to fall off the stage, so my bare toe claws uh, help me keep balance up oh here. But but when I'm walking around there while you're e- eating your food, no one wants to see my toenails out there. Um, meanwhile, you're eating pizza and listening to him talking about his toenails, and it's gross, so mission a not accomplished and 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 then and then, they, and then they moved on that's my memory of shoba's pizza place was was just was just weird like over piping like don't if if it's
4: if sometimes if it's broke don't fix it I feel like uh, you can't hear any of that stuff anymore because it's just like the whirring of like twenty-year-old uh, robots <laughs> is all you can hear now. It's just like the stirring of the robots and the flapping of their eyelids and stuff. It's very off-putting. You-
1: there must be a thing. So it must be at this point. There, there must be a heavy like like the pie chart of their um, customer base. A lot, a big slice of it must be nostalgic adults coming in to relive a childhood memory who don't have kids with them.
6: Based on my, uh, me and Mitch's uh, anecdotal experience, I would say that's a very small slice. Okay. It feels like they're mostly families, and if you're uh, adults alone without kids, you're drawing eyeballs for being oh, very, God. very. Yeah, it, I don't know. I don't know how much of the nostalgia crowd it's attracting. Uh, among people who don't have kids. Maybe people who take their kids are like, oh, there's a place I used to go to with like a kid, you know? Need to, so, so if you are
1: uh, over 30 and you do want to take a nostalgic trip back to an animatronic-themed pizza place, take a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe one you know, uh, whatever. Just find a kid and have them with you so that the other parents can be comfortable. We were, we but were but afraid we were gonna
0: get But Leave was a different
1: kid.
4: <laughs> well they have they have controls in they place for controls, that. yeah they yeah. have checks and they have their checks and balances. Well, Yeah, the ball
1: pit, man, tells no tales.
3: <laughs> 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 the
1: ball pit tells no tales. It's like the pig pen in Deadwood. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: <Cock-tucker>. <laughs> take, him the, take him to the ball pit.
6: When you get in there there's like an airlock system and you have to like wait in a in a cattle crate and they come over and give you wristbands that are color coordinated so that uh, they know that you're leaving with the correct children. Oh god. What? Yeah, it's really really crazy. Wow.
0: I mean th- that represents some actual crimes. Yeah. Like, yeah. like uh, they used well, to it have a hand actual... stamp.
2: They used to have this hand stamp. It was like ultraviolet, you know, and so there'd be a letter on it but then I think they realized you could just like buy those stamps, and that's why they do wristbands. I don't know. This is a rabbit hole. It's, ma- it's
0: making it so hard for me to go and just steal children from Chuck E. Cheese. I just, I, I, I we have to book on
1: this guy. This guy Steve Levy's not here, so this will fall on deaf ears. But I want to book on the podcast I, I, because I don't want to do any research. Uh, I want to know, like, is the actual, like, what the hell is, is there? Is is it what it? Uh, what what is is there more terrible things happening to
2: children per capita? Oh no! The, the, or,
1: or 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 is this like a weird what guest?
2: Trou- what guest is going to solve that problem for you?
1: Uh, so, uh, so, a social a child worker? molester? Uh, J- uh, Janet Jackson. <laughs> Uh, a census taker? I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can. not I go back to the same house and then they're gone. I, no, I don't I don't know, actually. Just somebody who could actually just say, like, no, well, here's the thing. Because I know there's a variety of variables. For for instance, the population keeps exploding. So even if you were to... So sometimes flat numbers can be misleading. I'm just... I'm just like, Duncan was on this podcast and I'm like, really... He really... Like, what he was, like, saying... Oh, never mind. I'm not going to quote him again because it was so funny but it makes him sound like a villain, too. I, I just that's like 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 it's we're we're we've become obsessed obviously our national psyche is like doting on this like idea we can't have a conversation that involves children without immediately like it's 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 like a syndrome of like both comedians have learned it and like actual concern and it's, it's all feeding into itself it's like this zeitgeist pocket of like Oh my God! Children are just like this, like 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 candy apples, just ha- just like rolling around and like they're just
4: they have targets on every side of their body and like <laughs> the world is made of arrows and I am not interested in them. Uh, I think they're gross. <laughs> I think they're annoying. I think uh, they yeah. they don't know overkill. Like, you ever try to explain to a kid that comedy comes
1: in fucking threes, not nineties? <laughs> <laughs>
5: Yeah, I
4: get it. It's an airplane. (laughs) Fucking moron. The stuff they're into... Yeah, you know what? Some of them are going to get taken. Uh, No one will agree with this side. Um, (laughs) Some of them are going to get taken sometimes, but... uh, room has showed us that they get back unharmed
5: yeah, they I'm just, find their way yeah, back I'm just, I'm just
1: curious like, if, like yeah, if there's something at work in the national psyche like is there's, there's some shift that happened like we, we changed our perception of drugs several times like we've made we made decisions you can trace them you know depending on your ideology maybe back it's that to... you can't
2: fuck kids anymore you know
1: maybe it's impossible like,
2: I feel like through most of human history people have just been fucking kids left and right right like the child, you know, like it, you know, you'd get married at like eleven or twelve, and then Greeks would fuck little boys. it's like oh, it it's
1: actual, it's actual absence of the yeah. legal
4: recourse to do it. Yeah, I will say this: uh, at my uh, confirmation, uh, Cardinal Law was at my confirmation. He gave mass. Cardinal Law, Car- Cardinal Law, like his, his name l- was
0: Cardinal Law. Cardinal Law, and he's he's Wait, was he with corporal punishment? <laughs>
2: You don't know about Cardinal Law? Have you, have you seen
1: Spotlight? Yeah. He's, he's, uh, Cardinal Law is the Hulk Hogan of... <laughs>
4: Of Spotlight, <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, he's, Cardinal
0: <laughs> Law for real. That's he, amazing.
4: Go on. He's he yeah no. He, the villain of Spotlight was uh gave the mass at my confirmation, uh-huh. and he uh he he asked a question, which I guess my godfather said it was a very easy question, and he pointed to me, and I didn't know the answer, and the whole church laughed. So uh so I feel like I got him in some sort of way, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. Cardinal Cardinal Law was uh, was the guy. He, he I mean, he covered it all up. I feel like that's where it all went wrong with the children thing. Because when I when I was in elementary school, I'd walk home from school in elementary school. Like I feel like third grade, I'd be walking home from school. And- I,
1: it seems like the shit. That's what, the, the 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 things that I would do when I was a kid. The territory I occupied, the amount of fencing around it, both figuratively and literally, like the the amount of hours i was allowed to log unsupervised in the expanse of territory etc like compared to what i and i'm just like not it's like if i had a kid right now eight years old just based on nothing more than just cultural zeitgeist the, the the disparity between where what i would let that kid do versus what i did when i was a kid is so vast it makes me ask the question is also the environment actually
6: is the disparity actually there? Yeah, Nick? I would guess it's actually. I, I I'm I'm guessing this is <laughs> based on nothing. No, but I'm guessing that it's both gotten less dangerous for kids. But we've gotten more awareness of it. The internet, and out of it. yeah, the internet is everything. All, all local news is national news now. So every horrific, uh, you know, horrific crime that occurs or horrific accident that, that happens with a with a kid in a car seat, you hear about, and it, it just feeds that national yeah, paranoia, our grim fascination with yeah. with you know,
1: not because we're bad people, but because we're good people probably at heart. Like we want to, you know, it's like the things that are going to pop and sizzle off of a big frying pan full of grease called the internet <laughs> are stories about innocence you know, getting getting hurt, you know. Oh, this. yeah.
6: I, I, read I, a f- I read a fucking long-ass piece. I don't know why I do this to myself, but I read really long, like, true crime pieces, and I read a long piece just about kids who were trapped in hot cars. And I, there was, <laughs> oh like, God. there's this this one part that, stick, that stuck with me, it may—it'll probably stick with you now, so I apologize. But um, there was—they'd asked a detective what was the worst thing they'd ever seen involving one of these cases. I've heard this
1: before.
5: Should I not
6: share this? Should I not? I no, won't share I it. we all—we're
5: all. all, sure. all sure. No,
1: it's—it's okay. it's, it's part of our
6: media watchdog segment. Okay. We're all good people. Every, every, for one everybody, go.
0: bu- buckle your holy shit belts. <laughs>
6: There, there, what, what was the worst thing you ever saw investigating one of these uh, these cases and I remember it said the detective took a pause to gather themselves you don't have to um, include that part yeah
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs> there was a little girl uh, who was two who was trapped in a car it was a hundred degrees and when they found her she was dead and she had torn all her hair out of her head
0: <laughs> well, that's been our been a- show guys thanks for, <laughs> thanks for coming Holy smoke. Just a nightmare. Just there, there, a nightmare. There was a, a, a in the. Uh, oh God! I think New Yorker magazine. Uh, a LAPD homicide detective was asked. Uh, they, they found uh, like a couple dead bodies up in Angeles National Forest, and like they had been there for you know many years, and a reporter asked the detective how many people do you think are buried out here? And he said, if I asked every body buried in National, like Angeles National Forest to stand up, it would look like Venice Beach. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's like, that's where you, that's where you go to bury people. So like, when you when you're driving by on the two freeway and you they'd, see, all, they'd you. all be silver robots.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they all have roller skates. They, they all have boom, boom boxes on their shoulders. <laughs>
1: the amount of caricature art. <laughs>
0: I, We we are surrounded by a by a forest full of murdered people. Like, well,
1: according to that cop, I I mean, and I have no reason to doubt him. But also, Mark Furman, as a example, I don't know, he had information too. I, 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 like, 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 cops are, you know, they're not, they don't graduate from cop college (laughs) to become cops. They, they, some of them are, some of them know exactly what they're talking about, and some of them are like, I wish I was Mickey Spillane. He was a hard boiled, like, kind of. Uh, also,
0: a, a, another. another also one of Miller Light's all stars. <laughs> another LAPD cop said that there's probably more dead bodies between us and Catalina right now because if you want to really kill somebody, have a boat.
5: <laughs> you yeah. Oh. yeah, man. <laughs> don't, Dave, yip.
0: don't yup that. That's it. <laughs> that was the wrong time to yup. That's, a, that, that, that's uh, you it. Though. That's how you do it. All right. I, uh, but your, guys, but should, your podcast is about we, food. We, we,
3: <laughs>
0: we, should, we should all... Let's all kill someone tonight
1: and find out who wins. By the way, I thought, where's my clock? I'm flying blind here, yeah. man.
4: Yeah. doesn't work anymore. Oh, my God. The cops in Quincy. That, it's
2: 9-12. You see? God damn it. Uh, uh. I'll explain uh, later. <laughs> uh, we, we finally
0: forgot.
4: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I get it.
0: Uh, it turns out all you have to do is turn a clock off. Uh, and we can forget. 9.13, uh, what a bummer. Of the thoughts
1: swirling in my head are, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, there's a good chance what I'm about to do will ruin an uh, an episode, as, you know. Zip. Uh, but let, let, let's just, I'm gonna wing it. Uh, because of the, uh, we, we we're, we're overrepresented on on one side. I'll ask for a female volunteer or 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 someone someone who uh, uh, compartmentalizes as such. Uh, <laughs> the uh uh. And and, uh, what I anybody who has a a relationship, positive, negative, anything noteworthy that they're willing to share their relationship about their mother. Uh, All right, we had a hand go up pretty quickly here. Come join us. Come up.
0: Hello, what's your name? Lauren. Lauren?
7: Yes, I've met you before. Well
0: yeah. <laughs> Nice to meet you again.
7: Yes.
1: Uh Lauren, uh, uh yeah. So uh did you did you have a good Mother's Day? No. No, right. I did not. <laughs> uh no is it okay. Well uh I'll walk down this path of uh okay, so is it because you don't get along with your mom?
7: Yes. Never really have actually. So it's never been a good Mother's Day. She's always found a way out of it by either getting mad at us, my brother and I, uh, or canceling Mother's Day. Like today, I was gonna plan to take her to Monterey because that's where her mother is scattered. And she's always, she was never there when her mother got scattered. So I wanted to take her there to be with her mom. And maybe a couple weeks ago, she, got mad at my brother and I, and canceled Mother's Day, basically, well, by sending us a text message saying, I want nothing, don't do anything for me.
1: This is like a, a refreshingly, not to call your problems refreshing, but mmm, <laughs> so effervescent, that's <and> delicious. <laughs> uh, but like, typically somebody, I mean, like, like I'm, like, you're, you're, so you're somebody that's like, like, your 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 mom, your mom ruins mother's day by saying i don't want anything like it's like like uh, this is a generational thing maybe or no not to dismiss it it's very personal okay uh i just like it's it's neat it's neat because w- w- with my mom the problem is like oh shit what am i supposed to i don't know um and with your mom you're saying like why am i commenting on it how am i helping um uh, uh let's let's get let's get to the to the to the root of this uh so your your mom is how old
7: She's 51.
1: So you're a youngster.
7: I am a youngster. Did she
1: have you very young?
7: Uh, I don't remember, or I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm 25, so 25 years ago.
1: Okay. So. Um. Yeah. So well, so
0: you're at the age where your mom had you, is what oh. it sounds like. I'm she no mathematician. Does she live in town or is she out of state?
7: She just moved. We, I just moved out. Yeah. So she just. Moved.
0: So you're trying to reach out to her and say, let's hang out. Let's go. Let's go be in Monterey.
1: <laughs> that's that's Monterey Mike.)
0: <laughs> so, you reached out to your mom and she is like she, she, she didn't want any part of that.
7: I didn't even get to tell her that that's what I was going to do for her.
0: She. do you think if, if you told her that she'd be open to that or no? No.
1: Well, because she said a couple weeks ago, could you tell her, are you comfortable talking about that event? What, what was the conflict that resulted in your mom canceling Mother's Day weeks in advance?
7: To be honest, I always uh, forget why. It's kind of weird. It's like an ongoing thing. I could do, I could breathe wrong. I could come home at a wrong time. I could uh, do one little thing wrong, and it's just a constant cycle. It's always been like that.
1: You say, come home. Do you live with her?
7: I used to live with her, yeah.
1: Um, what What about other holidays? Is
4: there also...
7: Christmas is canceled. Mother's Day is canceled. Wait,
4: just and... from today? Just from today, <laughs>
7: <laughs> just from today yeah. Uh, no, it's it's a constant a thing. It's never happy. Oh, yeah. It's I, always... I have been finding ways to spend holidays with other families. Was that
0: always the case t- throughout your childhood? Yes. It, what do you think that's about for her?
7: Um... I know she says she likes to say that she's not appreciated, and I, my brother and I, have done our best. But we come from divorced parents where it wasn't pretty, and it's, it was a weird custody agreement, and we got tossed back and forth between our parents, and it was never kind of. It was a very unstable environment. So that plus, I also know things were triggered by like her upbringing. She wasn't very. Friendly with her mother and it's a constant looks like it's been a cycle for years
1: so it sounds like yeah I mean like where like trauma gets handed down she she's uh, not to speculate in either direction like judging her or 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 forgiving her but just like from what I'm learning in therapy like one might speculate that these holidays represent like the opportunity for crisis, um, and that she's ironically trying to shut them down, thinking that that's going to solve the problem. But, of course, she's creating new... She's just doing it again.
7: Yeah, that's exactly what I hear in therapy as well. <laughs> <In> therapy. <laughs> that she's that she's like she's
1: like shutting off. She's like, oh, uh, yeah, I don't want to have a heart attack, so I'll shut off all blood to my heart. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that way I'll be perfectly immortal forever. Um, and and so like you're you're able to know that, but like 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 it's like like how do you so and yet you're not going to do that when you have kids? Are you going to have kids?
7: I'm going to have kids one day, maybe. I don't know. That's You're gonna have you them tonight. Tonight, <laughs> <laughs> let's spin
0: the wheel.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the Herman Town guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> Problematic. Every, Problematic. E- everybody gets <laughs> impregnated
4: tonight. Um, I feel. I feel like that is like a common mom threat, though. Right? Like that. Like. Like my mom gets frustrated around the holidays, and then she's like, "Like you guys aren't aren't treating me well. We're not going to do Christmas." Like I feel like that threat is there. Definitely postponement, and because I I learned the word postpone by studying
1: notes left by my mother on Easter morning, <laughs> like like like, like and, and and Halloween morning and Christmas morning. We would f- we, there would be like a big fight the previous night, and then we we'd wake up and it would be like my brother would go like, "There's a note," and then we'd look. And it would say Easter has been postponed, <laughs> and and I remember that learning that word because by going over it with my brother, and going, does that mean Easter never will happen, or or does it mean it'll happen later? And he's like, I don't, I don't, I think it means it'll happen later. I would like look it, ha- it up. It happens, it happens th- <laughs> three days later. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Like, like like so so yeah holiday holiday control yeah uh, <laughs> in, in in the parental I don't want to I don't want to draw analogies that are gonna offend anybody but like 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 young women who have uh, eating disorders it's like 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 you're out of control of everything in your life there's no there's no threshold to fucking like like accomplish anything like 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 that feels like like change and and like the there's like a default place of like oh well I can I can eat Eat or not eat for lunch? You know, am I going to eat less or all these things? Like, and it kind of spirals into the syndrome of like, oh, that makes me feel comfortable. That I'm out of control. I wonder if like, like her mo- emotional intake. What am I doing? What is it, like, like, I'm not a therapist. What am I doing? <laughs> I, like, like, like what, what? My my point. What what is my point? How, how, do, how do we turn this into show? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I was I was I was I was thinking, looking down the line
4: that we had. A couple of uh, improv trained guys. No, I loved what you were saying. I mean, I agree with you. It, it, it does feel like that kind of like a common thread. It comes from a place of my mom not wanting to deal with it. Maybe it comes from a good place or something like that. Well, I'm sure, that.
1: like she she implies, like I'm she's heard that from her therapist already. Like yeah. it's, it's been dimensionalized and personified. She gets it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now,
0: <laughs> Lauren, like uh, let's say you had a, a a kid, you know, a boy or a girl. Let's say, let's say you had two. You say you had one of each. Do you think that you would pass any of that on the, of your, your mother's, like, hang-ups? Do, do you think that you would be able to not do that? Or do you think you would inherit that, too?
7: I That's why I'm in therapy. <laughs> For my, par- my parents passed down these traits to me, and my therapist and I are trying to break those before I get into a relationship or have kids. So I know, like, that I'm not going to pass those traits on, and hopefully I have more of a healthier relationship with my future, whoever, or my future kids. Can
1: you tell us like what the language your therapist is using, like encircling this area? Like, what are the, some of the tools or things that you've learned? Any anything that's caused like an epiphany about it that you, that sticks out?
7: As like
1: in, like just like in talking about your mom in therapy and her relationship with these holidays and canceling of stuff. Has your therapist said anything that where you're like, oh, I remember this. It's
3: oh, uh, like
7: she likes to tell me like when your mom gets into her screaming fits and things just kind of stay calm and because normally i would fight back i would argue back with her and say like that's not fair or whatever you don't understand uh just would stay calm and like just say like okay mom okay mom okay
1: and you should do that why because does your therapist have a theory about what your mom's doing and then how it's going to play itself out
7: uh it's her attention grabbing she's trying to Get, grab attention because she didn't have attention when she was younger. Oh. So
1: but that, that that's a weird I mean, it's like like not that something being weird means it doesn't exist. I mean, look at flamingo's knees, but but, but the, <laughs> the the e- the e- episode title I I lifted that from oh god uh, the movie oh god <laughs> to, um I'm not a perfect guy look at for me ghost uh, that's george burns okay so
3: <laughs>
1: the but the but it is just I mean it's just weird thinking that, like here are these days that are demarcated for specialness and attention and all these things and but like it they're being superseded I just, and your your therapist is certain like the stories are you sure your mom didn't actually endure trauma, like 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 from family? It's not it's not about her needing attention. It's about her actually avoiding trauma, like
7: like like. I think it's more attention. Like she was the she had like her history. She was the middle child. She wasn't cared about. Her brother and her sister were. You know the oh they're the best children in the world. She had to do all the chores.
1: I mean Mother's Day with your kids, it's there's there's not a lot of competition for that corner. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you only have so many kids, and it's like they don't have other moms that are like going to box her out. <laughs> I could see uh, like like, like yeah. I get, but but in her mind, it's like maybe festivity and tradition and stuff. It's all like a ritualistic way of. Like maybe somehow minimalizing her.
0: Lauren, how much do you, do you think that you like inherit your mother's uh, traits? Like how, how much of of you is she? Um, uh,
7: I would say like I, I'm I share fifty fifty of my father and my mom. Like, yeah. I mean physicality, like looks and stuff, and personality. Are you, are you, are you close with your dad? I, kind of. I'm cl- I feel like I'm closer with my dad.
0: Than, but than mom.
7: Than mom. Because mom tends to push away a little bit more, because she says she's she's tried enough, and my dad, wow, he he will still reach out even if he's angry at me. Though like time will pass, and then he'll try to reach out. My mom says that she's done enough.
1: She's tried enough. There's like these hints at backstory with your mom, like she's somehow been victimized in the past, not only by her parents, but. Actually, by you guys.
7: Yeah, we, I mean, it was really hard because my dad was, when they got divorced, it was a very uh, ugly divorce.
1: She felt, oh, she felt, she felt, she felt like she was in a pageant to, like, compete as a parent. Yeah, parents
7: do that. They feel like they need to compete. My mom felt like she needed to give us anything and everything we wanted. And then we kind of, my dad on the other end was telling us, like, oh, your mom, you know, she's a liar. She's, you know, she left you guys she left you with us or left left me with you guys and then like things like child support like your mom didn't give enough money for child support and so i mean it's this really vicious cycle are are you
0: and your brother close
7: kind of not really our family's kind of broken it's
1: all it's all fractious yeah I, okay, so well so I was gonna I was gonna have somebody come up and then I was gonna like maybe fix their problem in the form of like an improv scene. Not doing that. Uh,
4: oh my god.
1: That would I, be I'm pre problematizing oh, that. Oh, thank
0: you. Uh, thank so you I, looked,
1: like, I didn't I wasn't entertained by the podcast where Lauren was just sitting there crying and while well, you guys made jokes about <laughs> the mythologizing her situation. But, but it's
0: amazing that you can come up and talk about that and be like that open about it. Yeah, thank like, you that, so like, much you, for you're bearing th- that you, stuff. You're uh, not aware of it.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm sorry, but, so it, like, but, but stay here for a second. Yeah, like, like, life, life all comes at a price. Like we all pay a price for being ourselves. and like, like you, didn't, you didn't earn or deserve any of that, but you're trying your best to like not pass that along. And, and be, 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 like Clearly, if you had a kid, I think we can all agree that you would be a, a good mom.
1: Maybe can... the maybe the exercise is to is to prove that with uh uh oh uh a scene we'll do a radio play improvised radio play oh, no. uh, uh, and, and your your role don't worry you don't have to be like, like Johnny on the spot or anything will just you can just say like you'll you'll be the matriarch of a family. And we'll, oh, no. and we'll just. Uh, Were the kids? Well, oh, we'll no. we'll I'm start serious. with like. Uh, yeah, well, we'll start with her. Uh, yes, we'll. we'll uh, uh, oh. I'll I'll be I'll be your I'll be your husband. Uh, oh, okay. you, I'm assuming you if, when you when you foresee yourself having kids. You foresee yourself. I don't want to heteronormatize you or anything. <laughs> like, do you see yourself as, like married to a dude that has a that and you have a kid with them? Is it like a nuclear situation or? Is there some other fantasy in your head of like, of of, of family?
3: Just
1: having kids, I guess. Okay. Doesn't need to be anything special. Not with a big.
7: Okay, but
3: okay. So I'm being
1: overcautious. I just (laughs) like. By the way, I'm a lesbian. You totally offended me the whole time. Uh, The the the. Okay, so I'll be your husband, and then we're 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 at the hospital, and we just um, we just had our first kid together, and then we'll we'll do like an Avalon type thing where we we move through the ages and you and i'll grow old together and die as oh, our fam- as our family as our family kind of continues as they have a family of their own and things and you and i'll die of old age happy assuming that that's part of the fantasy cool. okay all right but right now we're 25 lauren's world okay <laughs> hey baby d- did it hurt <laughs> No? Uh, oh, good. God, everyone says it hurts. I, I, uh, I get, they said they're going to bring the baby in. Uh, I, I...
0: <sighs> Thank you so much for doing this.
7: You're welcome.
0: L- L- Lauren, Dan, I'm, I'm Dr. Uh, Schwartzman. I, uh, Problematic. I, have good, I, I have good news and bad news. Oh. Uh, you have two babies. One baby is a super special baby. <laughs> One baby. Kind of an asshole.
1: Well, they're both going to be special to us, isn't okay. that right, baby? Right. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Okay, well, let's bring them in.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, they look, to me, they look the same. I think it's great that we had two babies. Mommy? Daddy?
7: They're already speaking. Whoa,
1: that's crazy.
7: What?
0: Also, uh, you... so, you... sorry, Dr. Schwarzman again. One of your, one of your babies can already speak English. <laughs> well, you're you're stepping on the second baby's line.
5: Aww.
1: <laughs> What's up, you dipshits? Oh, oh, oh my God! What a mislead.
0: It's oh. the, the the baby that could. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they well, both. Uh, Dr. Schwarzman, uh, I'm leaving you. You're on your own now.
1: Uh,
3: okay. Uh, all right. Well,
1: let's let's get them home. I'm assuming there's equipment and things. You probably have to. They probably take a credit card. All right. We'll take <laughs> we'll take the two special seats and uh, and uh, like the bungee cord and the t- two
4: bottles, I guess. And what diapers? Sure. Throw some diapers in. Who cares? Anything's more comfortable than that pussy I just got out of. <laughs>
1: Wait, you know what I just realized? We haven't named them yet. Because <laughs> I'm like, well, this one, oh, my God, the mouth on him. Call me uh, Call me Tony.
5: <laughs> he picked his own name.
1: <laughs> well, he, he's
6: so exceptional.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs>
6: and uh... N- name, name myself? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucking dumbass! <laughs> hey, whoa, Tony! Hey, sorry, sorry. My name is Baby Angel.
1: Oh, Aww. I love Baby Angel. I love both of you. You're amazing. Uh, one month later, uh, uh, baby, uh, the uh, the babies are making noise. I'll, it's my turn, right? I'll go. I'll go. I guess I'll go see what's going on in the baby's room.
4: wah. Uh, <laughs> I got a fucking log in my pants. Sell <laughs> <Hold> me out. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, uh,
1: it's it's so hard to stay mad at you, but because like, you're so you're so above board about everything. But
3: uh,
6: how are you doing, angel? Tony tried to garret me with the mobile cord.
4: <laughs> Tony? Stay away from my pass by, you little bitch. Stay on your side of the room. Ooh. You guys
1: are sharing a crib. You're just a month old. Like, like, you're not supposed to be, first of all, talking, second of all, garroting. third of all, understanding possession. We, 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 had, we had hoped to avoid that. Like, you, It's like a runaway train. Well, here, let me change your diaper. Come here. Come here, uh, Tony.
4: Sorry, announce, I'm excited, too, by the way. Jesus Christ. Rock
6: soft. Daddy, why did you only circumcise one of us?
3: (laughs)
1: Daddy's Jewish and Mom's Lutheran and you're our little angel, so we felt you were chosen and so we circumcised you. Is that the answer you were looking for?
6: It's an answer.
4: Why are you asking the questions, buddy? I'm the one who's going to deal with all this schmegma and so on. (laughs)
1: Shit. it's three in the morning hello, hello. is lauren there uh, uh yeah, well, this, is, this is her
0: mother oh okay <laughs> jesus christ okay put me put me on speaker uh, well i'm tra- i'm walking the phone to the master bedroom put me on speaker i i, I never liked you i never uh, liked you dan well anastasia i've never cared but uh, put, I my, put my daughter on the phone,
7: Lauren. Lauren. Yes, it's your mom. Oh yay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put I'm
1: gonna put her on speaker. Okay. That's by her request. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, my phone's so wet. <laughs> Lauren, are you there? Yes. Mother's Day is canceled. Click. <laughs> Why does she do that every year?
7: Because she just does. I mean, uh, I, yep. all
1: right. Well, that didn't land.
7: Cancel for, for for
0: her. Yeah. Well. Yeah. we're ca- All right. Hello. It's, oh shit! Sorry, I, I was calling somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Click. And...
1: I feel like she just wants attention. I, 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 like I know it seems crazy, but I feel like she wants attention. Like 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 she's fucking like this is what she does. All right. I got the kids. I left Tony's. Tony took a huge shit. <laughs> dick is gigantic and <laughs> angels already asking questions about the circumcision okay uh, but, but get sleep get sleep baby get some sleep
5: thank you
4: alright guys hello
5: what the hell
4: this is Tony go ahead
5: what <laughs>
4: yeah what do you need okay two pounds of uh, kielbasa
5: <laughs> 20 ounce strip <laughs> <sink>. <laughs> <laughs> Tony are, yeah. you, are you running a small business?
4: <laughs> I got myself a little deli. Yeah, I opened it up. Give me that. Hey. Hey. Yeah, hey. no, There's
1: an
0: internet now. You don't Oh, no, whose phone? How did you even get your own phone? Hello? Uh, hey, can I get an egg salad and a rye? Right? Uh, uh, two latkes and an egg cream. You're calling a one-month-old. <laughs> but he has the best egg salad in town. <laughs> also got a big dick.
4: hate <laughs> <laughs> hey, that? You know what the secret is for the egg salad? <laughs> <laughs> I use mom's eggs. <laughs> I use mommy's eggs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're, la- you're laughing so much while you're saying it. It's hard to quite make it out. You're saying you use mommy's eggs <laughs> is what you said. I you, use mommy's eggs. You, 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 you... You in in 2020, you you have eschewed internet culture and created a a telephone based deli, and have learned to harvest eggs in a month, and you're laughing about it. What's it do you, buddy? Angel,
6: you're right. You, have you shit your pants? You, the doctor said one of us was special and one of us would be kind of an asshole. <laughs> and I'm starting to wonder, maybe Tony's the one who's special <laughs> and maybe I'm the one who's kind of an asshole. Uh, that's what special people
1: always think. You're gonna be like me. You're gonna be a writer.
0: <laughs> Hello? Dr. Schwartzman here. Uh, Angel Baby is the, he, he's the asshole. <laughs> We just just got the test
3: results.
0: (laughs) Sorry, I I, I gotta go. Oh, oh shit, my my sandwich is here. Did you order (laughs) it? Payola. All right.
1: One year later, at Disneyland... Uh, all right, guys. Uh, looks like uh, there's a Dumbo ride.
0: Hold on to them hats and glasses.
1: This here's the wildest
0: ride in the wilderness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dumbo. They've kind of westernized the Dumbo ride. <laughs> <I> Notice. <laughs> Ever since the Will Smith movie.
0: <laughs>
1: they 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 they, hate that. They, hate that. they change the rides to fit the movie. Rem-
0: now Dumbo's a cowboy. Remain movie. seated, please. Mm-hmm. and sentados, por favor. <laughs> This is fucking boring. Hey, Tony, what
4: did I say in the parking lot? I want to go see the baby from Roger Rabbit that's a lot like me. You know the one I'm talking about.
1: (laughs) Just be quiet. And and watch the show that we're in, or the ride that we're on. What are you going to say, Angel, you dumb asshole?
6: Tony told me that the real Splash Mountain is... <laughs> what happens to girls pussies when he's around?
1: <laughs> Tony, what are you what are you a Comedy Central writer? <laughs> you're you're 1 year old. Hey, he's going to learn it sooner or later, you know what I mean? <laughs> Lauren, can, yes. I, can I see you for a moment? Kids stay here, eat your cotton candy. Lauren. Yes what if we left them? <laughs> what if we just left Tony? Hmm. You know, just just imagine you and me and baby Angel. Just, just Venice Beach. We could get a trailer. There'd be like one of those oscillating fans.
7: It's tempting.
1: But you <laughs> but don't... I, no, you're so dedicated... To because you, cause you want to be a good mom. I want to be a good mom. Obviously. And you
7: you want to be a good father, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, we couldn't have predicted this.
7: Life, life happens.
1: <sighs> okay. All right. right. Thank you.
6: You brought me strength. Thank you. M- Mommy? Daddy? Oh, hey, Angel? What's... I snuck away from Tony. Oh. Oh. I have an idea. <laughs> Let's leave him in a hot monorail car. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Hey, what's going on over here? (laughs) Nothing, nothing.
1: Uh, Well, let's put a pin in that and let's all take the monorail to uh, a different area of the park.
4: Yeah. Let's go to the uh, vault. I want to see some of that anti-Jew stuff that Disney loves. (laughs) As
1: long as the monorail takes us there, two tickets, please. Three t- and two, two, two senior, two, two juniors. Welcome to anti-Semitic town. <laughs> yeah,
4: that's what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> I can't believe they, this exists. Still.
3: All
4: right.
1: Well, here we are. Hey, oh, Tony, I think Daddy left his iPad Mini uh, under. Uh, a seat up there toward the front of the car oh, uh, about guys. 90 yards from the door. <laughs> oh, I
4: got you. Hold on a second. Let me see uh, here. Come on. Come on. No,
0: let's Lauren. Go, let's go. No. There's <laughs> no hey, this mon- our fucking iPad under here. <laughs> Monorail now leaving. Door is locked. Lauren. <laughs> oh! Lauren. All right,
1: Angel, run, run for the parking lot. Your mom can raise Tony. Run.
6: Keys, 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 keys! God damn it, keys! I only have baby keys.
1: Uh, I gotta uh, hold on. Uh, Daddy's gotta make a phone call. Angel, get in the back. Strap yourself in. Okay.
5: Hello, 911. Uh, something happened. Uh, Disneyland, and uh, uh, my wife and my kid are on a monorail, and. Uh,
0: this, so- they- this sounds like a bad performance, sir. Uh, did, did, you, did you kill your wife and, and child? Uh, no, they're alive. Go look. Go find them. God damn it. The fuck. I
1: don't even know what. Else. Angel, you and I... Are... Boo. Oh, shit. Boo. Fuck. Boo. shit. Fuck. Boo. Hey, let me out! Hey, hey,
0: hey. Do, you, do you know how fast you were going, sir? I w- zero! I was parked in the... <laughs> we're yeah. in the Buzz Lightyear lot. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> uh, on you go. Oh.
5: Oh.
1: Shit, I thought they were... Okay, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Giraffe section, what the hell? We're we gonna. Oh,
0: god damn it. Jesus. Oh, fuck. Do you know how fast you're going? Like 12. Correct. On you go. Uh, uh,
1: listen, Angel. There are people, and there are people. And people can't control to whom they're born and who they're raised by. But you and I, like, we are simpatico, okay? And I love your mother so fucking much. And I wish
0: that she wasn't so dedicated to being a good mother, because now she has to be with that turd for the rest of her life. Cut, I f- cut, cut to the hot monorail with Lauren and Tony. Holy shit, it's fucking hot up in here. <laughs>
4: Might as well climb back up your voost you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a thing Italians say, right, mama?
7: Yeah, sure.
4: Oh, ma, we're going to die, aren't we?
7: Um, Hopefully not. Hopefully we'll, we'll see your brother and your father again.
4: Oh, it's fucking over. I'm going to start tearing out my little baby hair, no, I guess.
7: No, 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 no. It's going to be fun.
3: <laughs>
0: ba, 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 CBS News. Uh, a mother and a child are trapped in a hot monorail between Disney and uh, downtown Disney. Uh, the baby seems to be from New York for some reason. <laughs> Pretty salty.
1: (laughs) Meanwhile, in the basement of the Pentagon, we close in on a hissing cryogenic chamber until, as the camera reaches the latches, they pop open. A familiar man leans forward, gasping for air. (sighs)
0: Someone needs help. It's Walt Disney. (laughs) Mr. Disney, we told you that you wouldn't wake up until the year 2038. Well, that's where I second-guessed you. See,
1: I designed my cryogenic chamber to also react to systems to, to scenarios
0: of peril at my own Disney World. So, are you aware that we have a a, a hot monorail crisis going on? Corporal, I can't hear you over the
1: sound of me strapping on this jetpack. Disney away! you read my mind, I'm one person flying higher than I ever have. Every star is a cup of water, every moon, there's only one. I will eat it like a cupcake, I will
0: also touch the sun. Hello? H- Hello? It's Walt Disney? Yes. It's your lawyers. Why did you create anti-Semitic terror in Disneyland? <laughs> oh, is that still going? Yeah. Oh, for criminy,
1: jeez. I'll take care of it. Clark. Jarvis. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: yes, sir? T- t- take Target. <laughs>
5: the monorail.
4: Uh, Right away.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's pop a hole in this can. I'm snarky. Whoa, 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 whoa. Walt Disney, it's me, your enemy, Knott's Berry Farm. (laughs) I don't even know who you are. Uh, Don't be a dick. I mean. We got got Mono's Revenge. It's a pretty good park. Nope. nope. Yes, I've heated up your monorails to almost unbearable temperatures. A A mother and her son are about to die. Well, I guess we just need a little help from
1: our friends, like the Frozen Girl.
5: Make it real Make it real Make it
1: alive I can't remember the song
5: Let it go Let it go Let let it it go
1: Make it go Make it real It's the copyright version Make it real Make it so
6: Ah, now the whole monorail's cold as a Jiminy Cricket. Wait, we need someone to lasso that speeding monorail. Look, it's Woody from Toy Story. You are a guy I know. <laughs> you are a guy I know. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. That, that'll slow it down to a, a crawl and, and eventually a stop. We can get that baby and that mommy out of there.
1: And, and to help, uh, if only there were just a couple of fish from Pixar's fish movie, uh, Fish.
3: Uh... <laughs>
5: We're you here. You are a. <laughs> you are a. We got a special situation. <laughs> it was like, I, was, yeah, I, was, I
1: was so so racing to the point of Randy Newman's songs are the same. <laughs> I couldn't fucking. I couldn't obey the rules of improv. I was like, no, I, I get it. I'm mine. I will eat Randy. When we get there, Randy's mine. <laughs> Walt, are you okay? Uh, no, sorry. Sorry, guys.
3: <laughs>
1: now, could y'all just give me a moment while I go down into the monorail car and see to these two, I've always had a special place for dissatisfied customers.
4: <laughs> Holy shit, fucking Walt himself. What's going on? Well, aren't you an articulate little man? <laughs> I pulled all my hair out. I look like Tony Soprano. It's a good thing. It's good. I'm happy about
1: it. (laughs) Young lady, is this your son? Yes. I'm awful sorry you had a bad time
4: at Disneyland. Can I just say that (laughs) you should make it so you can just stop the monorails, you know what I mean? (laughs) They also
1: said you should make it so anti-Semitic town doesn't happen. I can't control everything. Oh,
4: fucks. You need some of that stuff. You know what I mean? You can't problemize
5: everything. Sometimes the tail wags the dog.
1: (laughs) Speaking of which, what if I were to say to you, young man, that I had a special island where aggressive boys like you who maybe don't fit in as much when held to the standard of humanity <laughs> can be more adorable when surgically augmented to be half animal. There any Jewish guys over there or no? Sure. D- D- Dr. Moreau uh, changed his name to, to work in sh- showbiz surgery. <laughs> you know what? I'm in no matter what. Take me to that fucking island, Walt. <laughs> Ma'am, what if I were to tell you that the best thing you could do for this child was to let him go to a special island where he'd be mutilated surgically? (laughs) Rejoin your husband with the good child. Live out your days.
7: But I love him.
1: Well, what is love really? When it's unconditional, then can't you just love a fire hydrant? True. Isn't all love somehow conditional? Aren't we therefore somehow accountable to whether or not we are loved? And aren't the people that get that the ones that become truly creative in an endless quest to make things, whether they be uh, bad movies or giant theme parks and uh just always just trying to get people to love us that didn't love us very much i think the i think if this child were to be have a have floppy ears like grafted to the side of his head fed spam from a stainless steel bowl and regularly whipped with a crazy jedi electric whip so it wasn't didn't feel as violent because it's like sci-fi
4: violence I, I told you I'm fucking in already. <laughs> you, you waiting for my fucking balls to drop over here? Let's go. I just want to make sure the young
1: lady's okay with it.
7: Don't know if that's what he wants.
1: Well, I'm Italian. I'm pot animal, anyways. Let me go.
7: Yes, that is true. <laughs>
1: so racist, but so are animals, and we love them.
5: disney yay yay yeah. yay <laughs>
1: And Walt Disney turned into a rocket and took the baby Tony to a special island where he was never seen again. Lauren returned to giraffe parking. Well Dan and baby Angel were still unable to figure out how to get out. <laughs> oh shit, it's your mother. Play it cool. Hey baby.
3: Hey. Hi mama. Hi. We were just
1: coming to get you. We were gonna pull the car around.
7: Sure. You were.
1: You know I left you for dead in a hot monorail.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: I guess for all our effort, we're just all a big pile of whatever, whatever happened to us. <laughs>
7: sure. Yeah. Tony's gone.
1: I noticed. A- I noticed. Are you stoked?
7: I let him be what he wanted to be. Nice. Yeah.
1: Dead or just missing?
7: Uh, apparently he's going to an island.
3: <laughs> He's going to oh, be I fucking half I love animal.
6: it. I love it. <laughs> but but what of his thriving deli business?
3: Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to answer that?
7: That's I don't his, know.
6: That's Who's... his phone. I'll, I'll answer.
0: Hey, Hello? Hey, I ordered a pastrami, like, a fucking four days ago. Where's my goddamn sandwich? <laughs> Where, well, where well, you reached a baby click.
3: <laughs>
1: now that's a
5: Mother's day. day. You're the best there is. <laughs> Nothing's gonna beat the You're be the best. <laughs> <laughs> Mother puts <laughs> a over the top. When you're on top, onto the top for the Mother's Day. <laughs> <Yeah>. Panavision. <laughs> That was a good, that was good. I think we got to the... L-
0: let's thank Lauren, everybody. Lauren. Uh, thank you, Lauren, for sharing your pain. We fucking did it. We, 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 we solved Mother's Day. We, we fixed Mother's Day. Right? Didn't we? Uh, yeah. No. I mean, were you traumatized? <laughs> I mean... I, I think, I think we, we made it worse, didn't we? You're lonelier now than you were when you came up. No. Here's, I love this place. Here's what the doughboys are here's some shitty
4: advice from us. Uh, tomorrow can be your mother's day. Bring her over a, a, some dinner or something and you can patch it all up tomorrow if you would like. That's what I was planning. It doesn't the holiday doesn't matter and, and bring her yeah, bring her something to eat and, and and you guys will work it out, right? She seems like the type of mom that'll be like, "Is
1: this a secret mother's day?"
7: She, yeah, she is.
4: So cut you off of the past. That's true. Yeah, not everything can be solved by food, I guess.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
4: but your podcast can.
1: The Doughboys is on every Wednesday at three p.m.
4: You don't have a time slot.
1: Um, no, thank you. Thank you so much, Lauren. Is there anything? Uh, is there anything else we don't want you to to, to, to be voicelessly uh, railroaded by our mirth? Uh, uh, any, anything else? Uh, to, 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 to to I don't know. I just I'm bad at I'm bad my at.
7: Mom? I don't know. My my mom doesn't. But no. <laughs> um,
1: Do you love your mom? I love
7: my mom. You I must. I love my mom. I love my stepmom. I love my other moms that I consider mothers to me. My best friend's mother. Love her. Live Ooh, with her I now.
2: All,
1: those <laughs> 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 all right. Props to all those mothers. All right. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. you can... yeah. Thank you, Lauren. So she does have a lot of moms, so her mom is like getting boxed out. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: that's what we learned right at the end. Uh, I was like, really, I was like what, what's the, there's
3: the. I said
1: that's not, that's not the most healthy way to think of it. Right? Oh, okay. Well, it's, 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 uh, that's it's true, just, though. It's, it's true. Captain Jeez. Health. Uh. <laughs> Uh,
0: Foster Brooks is it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is not the most healthy way to think about it, or, or the most healthy way to say what you said, because <laughs> it sounds like you've, you've, you've. You, uh, uh, okay, never mind. All right. Uh, no, no, no. That was a good idea. Now, Dan, will you
0: will you call mom or no? Only I, a text? I texted her. I texted her. For God's sake, she like we like it that way. That's we, it. We're we we got it. We got it. She wouldn't like a call better than a text. <sighs>
1: Fart on you. <laughs> I call, I texted her.
2: What did she say? Did she text you back? Yeah. What did she, she said,
1: say? She said, uh, I don't know. She she. Great. If I read her text, uh, that, that, then it'll be like wouldn't that just make the problem worse? Like I I kind of feel like I don't know why my parents didn't come to my wedding. Like I I I kind of feel like maybe it was because maybe they didn't want to maybe part of the you know whole thing of, like, me talking about my life and stuff maybe is, like, off-putting to them. So I don't want to, like, read my mom's text for fodder because on the off chance that that is the thing, I don't want to,
4: you know.
0: Was she she happy to hear from you?
4: It's a a text,
5: man. She was like,
0: all right.
4: I think you should bring her a meal tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> something from Olive Garden or
3: <laughs>
1: Chuck E. Cheese, from, from, from,
2: from Tony's Deli. <laughs> all right. Well, what have you what have you learned this whole time, Spencer? Uh, what, come on, man! Why do you give me all the hard questions? End my show. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm not going to. I'll right. sit here.
1: <laughs> alright well I'll, then I'll go back to the dregs of the fucking <laughs> shitty uh, note, note app cause we don't have an ending uh, my chiropractor is a piece of shit but he's really nice uh, nobody came tonight cause how's of Mother's your back? Day How, how's your back my back's great look at me I'm doing it, high kicks is it better <laughs> it's great it's great uh, oh Seek Seek is here but you know so like, can't bring him up now cause Seek, Seek's doing well um, yeah he's doing better yeah Awesome. But let's problematize that. Who says seeks doing better? He Seek. does. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Who's he talking to? Us. Yeah. And why is he doing that? Uh, because he cares about himself and us. Exactly. Racist.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and us. Uh, Alright. Tap Titans.
1: Tap Galaxy and Tap Tycoon. Check them out.
0: Um all right that's
1: it uh,
0: do, do you want you, to do a little song is there little... is
1: there yeah but not a, not a not a rap is there is there anything that's
0: not a rap like like just a
2: song like family
0: I, I think yeah you, you, you want to do a little song mm-hmm. uh, what do you want it to be about
1: what we've learned okay D- <laughs>
5: Now, come on. And
1: what if I had said potatoes? Would you have played something else? I want it to be about potatoes. That seems like a rap. Okay, but that doesn't have to be. All right, I won't.
0: Yeah. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. This is called What Have We Learned by Dan Harmon and the Doughboys. Boys. What, what have we learned? learned? All right, all right,
3: yeah.
1: all right, all right it's, I feel like it's so, over. Okay, you got it? What have we
5: learned? What have we learned? What have we learned? We learned
4: <laughs> that you gotta forgive your mama, forgive that. What have we
1: learned? (laughs) Alright, this isn't working. (laughs) Alright. (laughs) Alright. Okay.
4: Okay,
2: alright. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Slow Slow it down. Yeah. Yeah. This better be good. Keep it tight. Tell
0: them what you
5: Oh yeah, I'm gonna rip up your body. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <your body. laughs> sorry about
3: that.
5: You be doomed to be down from the break dawn till the avenue till the street comes through and keeps going through through the Lincoln Tunnel to the top of the tower gonna lay your body down hour after hour gonna go to second street in Lincoln Park gonna fuck your body till the day gets dark gonna put my penis inside of you and when I'm done with it you'll think I'm through cause I'll declare it I'll say I'm all done and you'll say oh I think we won cause you've got that spirit you're a team player I fucked your mama like I was a dragon slayer Doughboys
4: This song goes out to all the mums out there <laughs> and all the dads too
5: Doughboys We like what you do to create
4: us Whether it's your pussy or your cum <laughs> We on up, Daddy shoot into Mommy's little slit And the baby comes out nine months later And then we praise you on one day in May <laughs>
6: <laughs> But don't forget about that day in June We gotta celebrate Daddies too Forget grads, they get too much shit Oh yeah,
4: Daddies, that, that is it <laughs> So mama, it. get down on your knees. Zip down, daddy, fly. Do what you please, yeah. I'm talking a Father's Day blow job. Even <laughs> daddy, a Father's Day blow job. Father's
5: Day.
4: If Father's you love day. your kids, you're gonna suck your dad, our dad's dick.
5: Family, family is what's important. That's a takeaway. Family, uh, family till the end of the day. Got a family. Got a. <gasps>
0: That's Town, everybody. Thank you for coming. Let's here for the Joe Boys, Nick and Mitch, Spencer Creighton, and Lauren. Thank you for coming up and joining us. I'm Jeff Davis. Let's hear for your mayor, Dan Harmon, everybody.
2: Drive fast. Take chances.